This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Mattoon, and today, to help me help you, we got Asia Dang in the studio. Oh my gosh. Looking so beautiful. Really? Yeah, I mean, you I wear feel like, a- like I stink. What? Yeah. What does it look like it? Okay, well, that's That's all that matters. You're wearing like a burnt orange knit sweater Mm -hmm. with a matching burnt orange bag, which how did you find the same color in two things? (laughs) Just when I was getting, I was, because I wore this the last time I saw you. You did. At the the dance place. I was like, at the dance place. I love the dance place. That could be anything. (laughs) You're the rager. (laughs) I, I actually don't know. I was just like, what can I wear like, what purse can I bring that's easy to walk in? Because you know when sometimes, oh. like, there's, like, those really inconvenient bags that you're like, oh, God, why'd I bring it? Sure. Anyways, long story short, it just lucked out. You look very put together. Meanwhile, I'm oh wearing my full-on God. sweatpants. But yeah, you still look put together. No, wait, I put do makeup have, on. Do you have a French tuck going on right now? No, I okay. have a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> Which you, like— sewed yourself, I assume. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? I didn't, but I was so excited when you did, when you cut your jeans the yes. other day or for a video. Yeah. And I was like, look at her. I, I tried. I want to do, you do like the denim, like the jeans jeans. Yeah. I really want to tailor them because it's so hard to find good jeans that fit. Oh, yeah. It's impossible. It's really bad. The thing is, it's really hard for me to get the the lines on the, in the back, you know, where the yeah. pockets meet yeah, yeah. to be perfect because yeah. like, Tailoring denim is really hard. I feel like I'm gonna go back to my tailor well, and like they do can do it. the jeans. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's always like you see those like Instagram girls and they have like these perfect fitting jeans that make their waist look so small and their butt so big. I'm like, where do you get those jeans? Yeah, how did you do this? Yeah, or it's Facetune. Mm, yeah, I guess you're right. What if Facetune was illegal? That would be cool. I mean, that would be hilarious, right? Yeah, like that would that would I think expose a lot. But I think maybe, mm, I don't know. I mean, to each everyone's own. If you want it, you have it. Whatever. (laughs) Everyone listening, you may know Asia from her YouTube channel or as a lifestyle blogger. But I like to go a little bit deeper. Oh. And so we we internet stalk all of our guests just to learn a little bit more about them. Okay. And let's see what we got on you. Oh, you're doing it right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> that's so, that's the worst. That's the worst. I have it, I have it tucked away. It's, okay. They're here, but oh I, I don't know where they come from. 
Let's see. <gasps> you don't think Chick-fil-A is that good? No. Uh-oh. I am sorry. I do not. Oh I do my- not. And Brian loves it. I think it is the most disgusting thing. Wait, th- the wh- fries aren't even that good. Like, oh how do you God. how do you mess up fries? What do you mean how do you mess them up? Exactly. No, you think they're messed up? I think they are. How so? They aren't as crunchy as I like them to be. Who has the best fries in your opinion? What fast food chain has the best fries? You know what? I actually used to really like Burger King's fries, but oh. I don't know what... Thank you. I don't know. No, both of you? I saw I saw her shake her head. Okay. I've but, never been against women so much than in this room right now. <laughs> both Clementine and Asia like Burger King. No, no, no. Okay, no. Let me... Hold on. But I think something happened. They like... I don't know if the fries are thicker or whatever, but they're not as good. They're like breaded in a weird it's, way. It's weird. So it's either um, like McDonald's is just like the so easiest good. place. Classic. Or about Hero. They have... Oh, I've never heard of that place. Oh, my God. It's on 2nd Street. It's... They have the best fries. I'm sorry. They have the best fries. What about Wingstop? I cannot say I've ever had Wingstop. Wingstop with their ranch dressing is crack on a stick. I love ranch dressing. It's very, very good. (laughs) Well, let's hear more about what you love. Well, mainly not what you love, but the first time you did... A lot of things. This is a game we call Bursts of Firsts. Okay. It's one round of rapid fire questions. Everything from your first job to the first time you cried in public, etc. That's going to be the hardest one. That's like every day. Yeah. (laughs) Whenever I yell stop, you have to explain, elaborate, or tell the full story. Okay. Okay. Here we go. What was your first job? Wait. What is this music? It's rapid fire. (laughs) First job, I worked uh, at my uncle's law firm. First cell phone? Nokia. The small little Nokia thing. Yeah. First pet peeve to come to mind? Just people. In general? In general. (laughs) First kiss location? Movie theaters. Kahala Mall. First major purchase? Responsibly or just like... Purchase. Uh, the first one ever. You could have been like 12. Whatever's major to you. Uh, computer. First choice in a karaoke book. <gasps> okay, I'm going to elaborate on this. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. I've been thinking about this like very seriously for the past couple months. What would be my go-to song? Because uh-huh. normally I would think like Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. But that new Jonas Brothers song is really good. Because the trick is you need to get a song that's fun. Yeah. And also, like, engaging because... (laughs) Cut the music now. Just cut the music. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Okay. Every Friday night in Little Tokyo, they have live karaoke. Oh, like with a band? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, just like like people. (laughs) I like that if people are involved, you call it live. Yeah. (laughs) What is it? Like, in live. (laughs) And they always, like, there's these crews. Anyways, long story short. Every time, I, it's like my favorite thing to do on a Friday night is the most entertaining thing. But people choose these songs that people get bored of. Right. So it's like, what would be, what is like the quintessential karaoke song? Yeah. It's really hard. I always say that karaoke is half singing and half DJing because you yeah. have to, you have to read the room to make sure everyone's going to be into it. Can I tell you my list? Absolutely. It's, on my, it's in my phone. Get, you better get it. <laughs> I, I sometimes will just like open up a notepad and just say new karaoke song and then write like, wait, do you? I write sins, not tragedies. Yeah. All the time. Okay. I just like, it'll come in my mind and I'm like, that would be a good karaoke song. Yes. I mean, it's, it, it really is hard. Hold on. This may take a while. <laughs> I have a lot of notes. She's got a lot of karaoke notes. Oh my God, did I delete it? <gasps> oh 
No. Oh, never mind. Um, oh, never, it's my background. So, sucker for you. Oh. I, I'm a sucker for you. Yeah. Because it's fun, but it's also not that hard to sing. Right. And then also anything queen, really. Yes. Queen's a good one. Yeah. Sometimes I, when I sing Bohemian Rhapsody, I think people are mad at me because it's really long. See, that's the thing. You can't. If someone at Little Tokyo Karaoke did that, they would lose, people would lose interest. Right. I think all karaoke songs, I've said this before and I'll say it again, should be at least one third less long. Like duration. Yes. It should be one, one minute. 60 second karaoke songs. There is one guy at uh, Little Tokyo Karaoke. <laughs> Are you a shill for Little Tokyo Karaoke? Okay, Do you I work mean, for them? They... <laughs> This is sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> they have their crews. There are like little um like little Tokyo karaoke crews on a Friday night and I'm trying to like get into one of them. Like they have jerseys? Not jerseys, but they have they go to the little grocery store and they eat they have their dinner. They sit down in this place that only they can sit down in. I've never in my life seen anyone else sit down in their area. Oh and man. and like they the like plastics or the math. Yeah, and they keep on going, but they they also are like sixty and Asian. So like I feel like if I can penetrate that group, then right. I'm like in. Um, but there's a guy that did Little Wayne, um, Lollipop. Oh, and the song is basically Lollipop. Right, and everyone was just like, like it was funny. It was like awesome. But then the guy doing the karaoke was like, I cannot believe how long the song is. Totally. So it's like. It's, it's a like, it, it's we, a struggle. We've we've got it going on. Yeah. Anyways, you can continue your flash <laughs> and continue. <laughs> First internet screen name. Oh, Vivacious Vixen seventy three. Okay, VVV. <laughs> I love it. No further questions, Your Honor. Yeah. No. First thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone. Bitch. <laughs> First celebrity crush. <gasps> um, the guy from that baseball movie. Where he broke his arm. The Sandlot? No. Oh, that's one too. He's but, cute. Um, he he falls. He plays baseball with the, with the Chicago um, Cubs. Come on. I, uh, Google. I'm, someone Google I'm, it. I'm probably the Google. worst person for it. <laughs> Chicago. Okay. Chicago Cubs baseball movie. <laughs> Let's see. Um, um, Rookie of the year? Rookie of the year. Oh, or We Believe Chicago. No, no, no. Rookie of the year. He was my first crush. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. First concert. Michael Jackson. Whoa, let's stop there. Yeah. Wait, how old were you? What was going on? Oh, sorry, that's a lie. <laughs> 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 what is it? Like, okay. pink? No, 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 no. Actually, my first concert was Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. I was in fifth grade. And they came to Hawaii and my mom got us tickets and she had a really hard time convincing the bouncers to let me in because uh, East 1999 was actually my first album I ever bought. Oh. So I was so into Bone Thugs and Harmony. I love that. But we got in. But Michael Jackson, uh, he played at Aloha Stadium and it was, I mean, it was awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was me and my mom and then some people. Some people. It was there. a live event. <laughs> Everyone was there. Everyone was there. Um, and it was it was awesome. It was wow. so good. That's mm -hmm. very sick. Yeah. Moving on. First scar. Um, on my leg, iron. Uh, curling iron. Ooh. First thing you do when you like someone. <laughs> Talk to them. That's good. Not ignore them. <laughs> That's a, different than what a lot of people say. Oh, really? <laughs> First show you binge watched. Every show. 
Every show ever. Yeah. You've seen it all. Actually, the first one was probably Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. No. First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans. I just, I don't make excuses. I say I'm not going anymore. <laughs> hey, I'm not going. That's so cool. Yeah. First time you cried in public. <laughs> I said this already every day. Every day in yeah, public. Probably. Do you ever care? No. That's so cool. I have this I have this thing. It's like I turned maybe like 28 and I stopped caring. You know what? I think I am figuring that out right now. It's a, it's a nice place. It feels so much easier. Yeah. Like I feel like I've been holding so many things mm-hmm. for so long. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Welcome. Thank we you. welcome you to the club. It, it, you seem so serene and I can't wait to be over there <laughs> in that idea. There, I saw something online. Let me know if you've seen this, but oh, gosh, it's going to be so hard to uh, to explain. But there's a guy named Jay Shetty online and he reposts a bunch of stuff. But one time he, it was this video of a, a physics professor, I think, and he had a, a cup of water and he was like, how, how, how heavy is this? glass of water and people were like eight ounces or like whatever it is and then he was like I oh my gosh this is gonna be the worst way of describing it but he was like how heavy is it in two hours and they were like it's still eight ounces and he was like no the way that <sighs> everyone I'm sorry for this <laughs> it's gonna be really tough you know what I'm gonna find it okay a college professor began her class by holding up a bottle of water She asked the students, how much do you think this bottle weighs? One pound, two pounds, three pounds, the students answered. And then she said, imagine I hold this bottle like this for a few minutes. What do you think would happen? One of the students shouted, nothing. So she said, what if I was to hold this bottle for a few hours? The student said that her arm would then start to hurt. So she asked again, and what if I was to hold this bottle for 24 hours? They said you would be in extreme pain, your arm could fall off or be totally aching. The professor then said, notice the weight of the bottle didn't change during that time at all. The only thing that changed was the length of time I was holding it. She said this bottle represents our challenges, our problems, our worries, our stress and anxiety, and it shows that the longer we hold on to them, the more damage and harm they can cause us. Your peace is more important than driving yourself crazy, trying to understand why something happened the way it did. Let it go. As Eckhart Tolle said, sometimes letting things go is an act of far greater power than defending or hanging on. Right? We don't let it go. Yeah, I get it. Isn't that worth it? Yeah. <laughs> Just crying. <laughs> it feels like once I saw that, something triggered in my mind, but I obviously wasn't like, yeah, of course I'll let yeah. go of everything. But it like planted a seed. And I think the other day I woke up and I was like, I think I'm tired of holding on to things because it it really just ruminates in my my mind and I just end up not being able to live my life because I'm holding on to the past so hard. That's how it happens. You wake up and you just stop giving a shit. Right. Yeah. Like I think How old are you? I'm 28. Okay, yeah. That's about when it happens. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It feels like, oh my God, I just unlocked another layer of clarity. Like yeah. just not even like 
clarity in the sense of like, I'm woke, but like just there's so much more room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It feels cool. It's really nice. It's just like there's no pressure anymore. Right. There's no pressure to do anything. Yeah. Which is why I don't even give excuses for when I don't want to go to anything. Because It's probably so much better like, that way. Though. No, I don't want to go anymore. Sorry. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I wish I, I'm not quite there yet, but I think I could get there. I just feel like the people pleasing aspect of me that has been very forward for so long. It's yeah. just kind of like, I'm tired to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, no. <laughs> so, no. I mean, at least you're saying no and not forcing yourself to go. That is so true. Okay, I think this is a perfect time to take a quick break. Okay. And then we'll come back and help some people <laughs> now that I finally found that thing on Instagram, which was worth it. We well, all are agree. You gonna, how are you going to put it? Are you going to put it in like the show notes or something? Yes. Or are they just going to guess? I will. I, th- I, can, I have the audio. Yeah, perfect. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because I played it from there. Oh, look at that. So every, everyone's how professional. on board. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break while Asia gives us an extra piece of advice you can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram, and we'll be right back. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we are back. But before we help people, I need to know if you are obsessed with anything right now that you think the rest of the world, or at least the people listening, should know about, have in their life, have in their minds. What's You do so much with the environment. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you're like, everyone should be on this? I mean, there's so many things that people need to do. It's just like the level of people giving a shit. Right. Um. I don't know. I think just like being really aware. I found that. Do you follow Karmagawa on Instagram? No, I don't. But so, I should. Yeah, they're. I think they're helping bring awareness to a lot of issues around the world. And um, I've seen a lot of other influencers who I follow starting to repost them. Cool. And it's just like it's very much in your face about how we're destroying the planet. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you kind of just need to go there like it is a pretty serious problem so I don't know I would say Karma Gal pretty you should follow them on Instagram they're very um I don't know they're just doing it right they're they're 
it's in your face, but it's like stuff that you need to know. And it's making you really think about your impact or I'm hoping that's what it is. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, just pay attention. <laughs> right. What are a few things that you've been able to implement in your life with, I guess, just like the the booming consumerism mm-hmm. that has helped you feel like you have made a difference or even seen firsthand how you are making a difference by switching over to a specific product or stop buying specific things? Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you can tell everybody about? Well, my first like kind of venture into going more conscious, I would say, would be cruelty-free products. Mm. I feel like as women, especially, that's like the easiest thing that you could do. It's all about like purchasing power, right? And then from cruelty-free, it went to like clean. Clean beauty is huge, but a lot of brands are lying about what they put in their uh, products. So it's just researching. And then from there, it's just like, for me, it's like using stainless steel straws is fine, but when you put that straw in a plastic cup, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. So it's just like, I don't really buy tea or anything in a plastic bottle anymore. I try not to do that. Or I have these like bags when we grocery store, uh, go to the grocery store for veggies and nuts and stuff that are reusable that are really nice. And then even though I do still eat protein, I'll go to um, my local butcher like fish guy and then I'll bring my own containers cool to have them put that in oh that's awesome yeah so um I mean obviously eat not eating meat and going vegan would be the best kind of option for that but in reality like I physically cannot do that my doctor has like said you cannot go vegan yeah so it's like you do what you can Right. And then also like you, you're like thrift shopping. That's also like so huge because fashion is such like a polluter. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing that, I'm trying to just like, I don't like shopping anyway. So I'm like, I'm, okay, well, I think whatever. I'm getting over it. I think the really? older I get, the more, the less I care and the less I want to shop. I feel like you could not. I feel like I could not mm. either. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't, the thing is... <sighs> Online shopping is hard because it's so easy. Mm-hmm. So I've if I online shop, like I'll buy stuff from Reformation, which is yeah, like much love better. Reformation. Yeah, yeah, their jeans are really except for the I bought a pair of jeans that I loved from there, and I was like, these are my go-to jeans. And I bought like three pairs of it, and then I wore the first pair, and then I was like, oh, they're like they stretch out a little bit. Oh, bummer. I know, but they're like the perfect fitting, like from the wash, they fit. Ooh, so I'll have perfect. to try. I've never tried Reformation jeans because every time I go in the store, they have a store. Woo! Yes. Well, on Melrose, on Melrose. Really? Melrose and Fairfax. Oh, man. That's where I used to work. It's beautiful. I used to work at American Apparel. Oh, which is coming back. They are? Mm -hmm. Made a comeback? Yeah, their store is still there. They redid it and everything. Whoa. Yeah. How weird. Mm -hmm. Huh. Uh, but yeah, I, sh- I shop online a lot, but I, I'm trying not to. I'm doing a capsule wardrobe right now. I, I want to do a capsule wardrobe. Oh, my God. How's going it going? To? I mean, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I am poshmarking, I think, 80% of my wardrobe. So what is a capsule wardrobe? What are you going to put in your closet? I So French fashion, I love how the French girls dress because they're timeless and they're mm-hmm. brandless and yeah. they don't share their wealth on their clothes. Like they're never going to be wearing, uh, if they are wearing a brand name, you wouldn't know about it. Yeah. So I, and I find myself wearing either white t-shirts or a button up in jeans mm-hmm. almost every day. Yeah. So I think f- some people do like a, a 20 
piece capsule wardrobe and it's just basics that you can piece with other things. But I'm I'm probably going to, the thing is I like one piece of clothing and I buy it in three different colors, like black, white, and neutral. Yeah. So I'll probably just do that for like one button up, black, white, neutral, one t-shirt, black, white, neutral, one pair of jeans, black, white, neutral. <laughs> so the same color palette, but just yeah. in like I don't know, 10 different styles yeah. and then call that the capsule wardrobe because we're all kind of dressing in a capsule wardrobe anyway, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. It's like the clothes that I had a friend that calls his favorite his favorite stuff, the starting lineup wardrobe. Oh, so like, nice. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> so the stuff that he likes to wear the most, the stuff that you feel good in, the stuff that's going to last forever. And then if I buy something from Reformation or for some, somewhere that's not as sustainable, but mm-hmm. if it lasts for 10 years, then yeah. it is sustainable. I think that's also like, Fast fashion is good, but the quality is not good. No. Like it's affordable, but it sucks. Right. So at the end of the day, would you rather just spend more money in something that's quality and maybe probably better, more like better for the environment or something that you have to toss away and it sucks and it like frays after every use and it's just like the worst. Right. Or if the trend comes and goes, then you're yeah. just like, what was I even thinking? Like I'll look back at some videos that I've done maybe a couple months ago and I had followed a trend and I'll watch the video back if someone's stockpiling something for their channel. And I'm like, why was I wearing that? That's really gross and doesn't feel like me. You do trends? I did. I feel like you don't do trends Oh, though. that's cool. I want to be trendless. I want to be trendless and timeless. <laughs> I like that. I like like that. I'm, I'm over it. I yeah. want to be like so simple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did the tr- this video in particular. It was when those like silk skirts were really in. Like it was like a silk um, animal print, like cheetah yeah, skirts and, then and you, like, like the trainers. Wear- yeah, 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 yeah. I did that and it oh, just like a concert tee. wasn't me. It doesn't look like me. Like, I looked back at the video and I was like, that's a girl that was trying too hard. Yeah. And then just like, I, when you know what works for your body and you know what you like, mm-hmm. make the capsule wardrobe of that or, or pare it down to where you only have that and then build off of that. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You're going to have so much space in your closet now. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> gorgeous. Like, I'm, I want to get rid of everything. The thing with me is every time I, I move, I just take everything that I had instead of donating it or selling it and starting over new. So I have stuff from like my first apartment that I just don't want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Some, some of my clothes don't fit, but it's from All Saints. So I don't want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's mm-hmm. what good is it doing? Like choking me. So I have found because <laughs> this is, sounds so LA, but I hired kind of like um, an organizer. Yeah. And she basically said anything that you want to keep that has like sentimental value to it. So like some of your clothes, maybe I put some, I have some clothes in mine. Put in like one box and that's all you get. Oh, a sentimental box. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And it, just really my like, jacket. <laughs> and it really just like puts things into perspective that you don't like this meant something at this time, but if you donate it, it can mean something else to someone else. So yeah, that's, I love that. I mean, that's the whole thing of thrift shopping. I love Girl, it. I can, I get rid of things all the time. I will come to your house and just get rid of everything in your yes. closet if you let me. Oh my God, I love that. Oh yeah, I'm so good at cleansing. It's incredible. Wow. What's the biggest cleansing tip? Like, do you have one thing that you're kind of saying to yourself as a motto to go through things? I think the thing that you said is if it doesn't fit, it's time to get rid of it yeah. is the thing that I think people, because you you keep it and you're like, well, you know, if I lose this or, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. But really, you don't want to keep something in your closet that's taking space where you can put things that you'll actually wear. Right. 
I think with the jacket, I'm going to sell it and buy the same jacket in a bigger size. (laughs) (laughs) Do they still have the same jacket? Oh, well, there you go. Oh my God. It's so painful. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) let's, let's move away from my pain and not on to someone else's, but let's hear from somebody else. Okay. This is a perfect question for you. It's called financial crisis. Oh, Megan, I'm a couple years out of college and I'm in a bunch of student loan debt. I've started to pay it off little by little each month, but I'm thinking of picking up a side hustle in addition to my full-time job. Do you have any advice on side hustles that actually work? I've heard about all the normal stuff like dog walking or being an Uber driver, and I just don't have that much time to dedicate to another job. Um, Any advice would be amazing. Thank you. From Financial Crisis. Okay. So first of all, let's talk about how you paid off debt. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. A round of applause. If I had iMovie soundtrack, it would be like a, yay. That's crazy. Yeah. 200,000 in two years. Holy hell. Mm -hmm. When, before you started paying it off or before you started making a plan, what was your state of mind at that time? Anxiety every day. I would wake up in tears. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then so one day you're like, no more of this. So one day my younger dog, Luke, had to go into emergency surgery and I couldn't afford it. So when that happens, you either like have, have to euthanize them or take out credit. Brian was able to afford it. So it was everything turned out. But at that point, I was like, well, <laughs> I need to get my financial life together because I could have possibly had to put down my one-year-old dog because I couldn't afford his care. So that was the moment where I was like, okay, it's time to get your shit together. Like, this is stupid. And then I did. (laughs) And how? Like, what? you've made a bunch of videos on it. You've talked about this openly on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. What what can you tell people uh, that are going through the same thing? I mean, it's not easy. It's probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm. Because it's so suffocating, but you have to do it. So I think the first thing you need to do is actually commit to the process. I don't know how much student loan she has, Mm -hmm. um, but any amount is just like really, really, really hard to get through. So you have to stay committed and you have to surround yourself with people who are supportive. So I post my budget videos every month on my YouTube channel. So I've built a really supportive community for me. Um, But if I didn't have that, I don't think I would have (laughs) finished. Right. Because it's really hard. You need to like be able to cry. (laughs) Like, when was the last time you cried? Every day. Yeah. (laughs) I I cry in my financial videos every day because that's how I felt. Um, But like strategically, I followed the steps of this guy named Dave Ramsey. And I read his book, Total Money Makeover, because my girlfriend recommended it to me. And the process is you save up $1,000 for your mini emergency fund. And that's in case anything happens, like, I don't know, you need to fix your car or move or whatever, mm-hmm. just, just to be safe. And then the second step is to pay off your debt. And that took me two years. Some people, it takes shorter. Some people, I've heard people spend 10 years paying off their debt. But they committed to it. And then after that, it's like a whole other thing. But in terms of like side hustles, if she doesn't have time to do like an Uber, Mm -hmm. I would actually just recommend that she see if, did she say she had a job? She had a A job. A full-time job, yeah. 
see if she can do something on top of that job at her work. Oh, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Like just pick up slack from maybe somebody else yeah. and for a raise or something? From what I, I have found that when I told people, like I straight up told people, I need to make as much money as possible because I'm paying off my student loan debt and I want, I want to do this as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. They helped me. They helped me find every job ever imaginable. And I took it. So I feel like if she went to her boss or something and said, like, listen, I want to pay off my debt. Can you help me? If there's any other work that you need, I'll do that. I think that she'll find that there will be a lot of people in her life that are willing to help her do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought of that with like a full-time, because they're already working Mm full-time. And so it's like, how do you, I guess overtime you would be paid more. Yeah. I mean, it's hard because with the Ubers, like when I first started, I did the whole Rover dog walking thing Mm. uh, because I work from home. So it was something that I could easily do. But those side hustles really do take a lot of time. Um, But honestly, even if she can commit like Saturday, Sunday, or weeknights to doing an Uber or a dog walking or uh, Postmates, even that. Yeah. Um, I think people can make around like $1,500 a month on Uber. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I don't know how often that they have to drive for that because I've never done it. Though, actually, I was thinking of like testing out side hustles because I do get that question a lot. Is like, what is the best side hustle that you'd recommend? Um, so I was thinking of actually trying to, I can't Uber cause I have a Fiat and you need four doors, but I was, you, you need four doors. I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah welcome to my Fiat. Yeah. Just you and me, baby. <laughs> um, but I was actually trying, thinking of testing out like Postmates or Uber Eats for a month Yeah. to see like if I did the very minimum, which to me would probably be the weekend, mm-hmm. how much would one, would someone make? Yeah. Uh, just because I don't I don't have the answer for that. I would so love to know that answer. Yeah, because people do it for a living, right? So how much driving do they have to do to make a living off of it? Right. Uh, I know we talked about Poshmark a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but that's how I make a lot of my just like emergency money too. Yeah. I, every season. But you also have a lot of clothes. I know. (laughs) Every season. I just, but the thing is some of them are thrifted. And so it's like, if this is vintage, then I can sell it for a vintage price Mm -hmm. uh, or a little bit less. Uh, But, and Poshmark takes a little bit of a cut. Poshmark is for sure a really good option. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I've made thousands of dollars off of it. Mm -hmm. But again, a lot of clothes. I mean, also if you don't want to do Poshmark, but you have something like a Plato's Closet or a Crossroads and just taking your clothes in in person tan- tangibly that it really helps because then you just have quick money those things scare me though what do you mean they're so judgmental oh for sure like this is like <laughs> when you like have a pile of clothes yeah. and you give it to them and they like going go through it and they have like they toss out some to the side like they don't want it and then you end up selling them a pile of like two white shirts and you're like but what about the other 10 pounds of clothes I gave you oh sorry it's not in season it's not in style why just take the clothes I know like someone will buy it there's an someone will buy there's an option where you can let them have all the clothes and then for the clothes that they don't buy they just donate to Goodwill yeah which is really nice so that I don't have to do it but (laughs) what I've been doing if I'm if I have more energy is I'll take something to crossroads and then sell whatever I can. And then mm-hmm. whatever doesn't sell, then I'll put that online because you have to like take the photos. Yeah. You've got to like make it the descriptions. A work. It's a lot of work, mm-hmm. but in the end you do make money. Yeah. I wish she would have explained more as, as to what she does. Mm. 
Um, because, oh, ooh, another thing. So actually, I did a whole video about this. Why am I ignoring this? Um, transcribing is really <gasps> good work. That's something I did right out of college. Oh, yeah. You can make a lot of money on it. Um, and then also like a virtual assistant, I think. Like what, a personal how does that assistant. Work? Like you have what? Two assistants? Yeah, but not virtual. So it's the same thing, but they would be like remote someplace else. So if you had to do like content or oh. like book a, I don't know, book a flight or whatever, <laughs> they would do that for you. Got um, it. Yeah. So virtual assistant. Like I wonder how you would get that job. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's sites in order to find those people. Yeah, I'm sure there's sites. And there's also, ever since I posted that video, I've had people emailing me their resumes for Aww. assistance. Because I've been finding one, fi like wanting to find one, but it's like, I can't pay you right now. So just like hang out. <laughs> just um, hang out. So I think it's all about like word of mouth. Mm. There has to be some someone in your community that needs extra help. Yeah. Um, babysitting is another one that you can make a lot of money on. Totally. I think transcribing is, I'm trying to think if I were to do a side hustle, what would I do other than my Poshmark business? Right. Uh, transcribing sounds like a really good idea. Transcribing, it's so, I would say it's easy, but it's time consuming. Because mm. when I did it, I was actually transcribing from someone for someone who's doing a documentary and like oh. interviewing brands. So that was really cool. But the audio was like three hours long. Wow. So it definitely took a long time. But right. it's something you can do from home. You just need a computer. And um, yeah, if you can type fast, then you can make like some really good money off of that. I think that's my, my mom, now that I'm remembering this, used to do that for, I, I guess, records from insurance claims. Oh, cool. Yeah. So people talking about the like car wreck and she would have this yeah. little like headset on and then like a sewing machine foot pedal to like go <laughs> yeah. back and forth. Yeah. That's so crazy. She's like the, she is the world's first transcriber. Oh my gosh. Not, but that was so long ago. And also online teaching. Online teaching. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. My girlfriend actually did that as her job in college. Um, and she made a ton of money. How do you do that? So there's a bunch of different companies. VIP Kid is what comes to mind now. I don't know what my girlfriend used. But um, yeah, with VIP Kid, you teach English to um, kids in China. How do you do that? You sign up. Like you don't have to have, you do, I think with VIP Kid in particular, you have to have a degree, which she does. Yeah. Um, but you don't need to have any teaching experience. You need to just have like, be, whether you're like a babysitter or like a coach or something, you just have to have experience with like kids. Mm -hmm. um, and then you sign up. The only thing is because it is in China, there is a time difference. But depending on her schedule, again, it could, that could be really beneficial too. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so, that's all so good. I'm really mad that I can't think of a side hustle right now. I think if you have any specific talent that you know you're good at like maybe if you do graphic design or something you can just cold email people and be like absolutely hey do you need like a, a updated flyer do you need an updated banner if you're if you know anybody in the, like I mean everyone's YouTube email is on their page like mm -hmm. hey do you need someone to do thumbnails yeah I think whatever you can do just tell everyone you can do it and offer that service. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like everyone's skill set, they can easily turn that into some kind of side hustle. Yeah. Um, especially now because you like you can send it virtually. Right. Making soaps, I think that would be my side hustle. 
Like, and so would be your side hustle, <laughs> selling them at like, um, yeah. uh, what like, are they called? A farmer's market? Yeah, like a farmer's market. I'd make an Etsy page. Yeah. Make it, uh, also, I think customized anything. Like make an, if you're crafty, make an Etsy page and just customize anything that you can and yeah, people totally. will buy that. Uh, 100%. Yeah. I am not crafty, so I can't be doing that. <laughs> I can't be doing that. <laughs> I think we have a good side hustle. Do you have a good side hustle idea? I do art and like stick and poke tattoos and stuff, but like that's that's crafty and good. Yeah, anything crafty, you can really like upcharge the shit up. Oh, you know what? Task rabbits. Love task rabbit. I was a task rabbit. You were a task rabbit. Mm-hmm. How cute. Mm-hmm. I imagine you like wearing ears too, <laughs> wearing and just being so rabbit. adorable. Yeah, there was one job I actually did someone's laundry. Like I would go to their house and do their laundry. Oh, you would go there and mm-hmm. use their machine, or would you mm-hmm. take it to go mm-hmm. do their laundry? No, at their house, iron it, fold it, because she just didn't have time. Apparently, <laughs> was it good money? Yeah, it was. Task TaskRabbit is great. Um, and then I always kind of TaskRabbit takes some of your money, obviously. So I feel like if you start building a clientele, just like give them your number. Like, That's what happened. If you ever need anything I, else, just let, text me directly. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, and then just Venmo you. That happened to me. I tried tidy out, and then I really liked one of the ladies. What is tidy? Oh, cleaning. The cleaning. Yeah, it's like oh. a, you hire, a, you put your information. It's kind of, I mean, like a little dangerous if you think about it because yeah. you could be hiring anyone. Yeah. And then they come and tidy up I already I pre-clean for them so that it's just like they do of like course a, you did <laughs> because why wouldn't you why wouldn't I <laughs> then they do a deep clean and the lady was like here's my, I'm getting off of this app here's my card yeah. and then yeah that's a good idea too I do that with my we use soothe have you used soothe is massage massage oh never and I found a girl that I really liked and now I just text her directly cool mm-hmm. oh I love that yeah I love that you're a task rabbit. I love that you were doing laundry. I love doing laundry. I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, I did that. That's how I got my transcribing jobs, actually, was through TaskRabbit. Oh. Um, and then I was basically, like, assistant to random people. Whoever I love- needed, like, deliveries or whatever. Yeah, it's really yeah. easy. Yeah. I love running errands. I, yeah. I could do that. Just be, like, an errand runner, help. Helper person. Errand runner, helper person. (laughs) Yeah, there's so many side hustles. I just give us more information. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, find find what you're good at and I don't want to say exploit it, but use it. I mean, but exploit it, really. But exploit it. Get your money. Get that Like, don't be shy. Yeah. Get your money, girl. Also, don't pay your minimums. You have to pay above your minimums every month, please. Yeah, I think that's with everything. Yeah. Okay, last section before we wrap up. It's called Tip Jar. People write in a suggestion, a suggestion. <laughs> and we have to give one piece of advice using only three words. So <laughs> I know, you got to think about it. The, the example I always give is if the suggestion was Los Angeles, the three pieces of advice, three words of advice would be check parking signs. Ooh, good one. Thank you. Mine would be don't drive ever. <laughs> Just stay in your hotel. It's not worth it. <laughs> Don't drive. Hollywood Boulevard is not worth the sightseeing. Right? Oh, my God. If I ever have to go to Hollywood Boulevard, it's a big no for me, Doug. Though, have you been to, because I know you like escape rooms. I do. Escape hotel? Yeah, but it's too scary. I know. It really is scary. Yeah. It's like, we don't have to be doing this whole horror thing. But we can it's just also do so dark. Yeah. Like, why can I not see? My friend, for everyone that doesn't know what an escape hotel is, it's, uh, it's right on the edge of the corner in Hollywood, and it's like two stores 
stories, mm-hmm. all of escape rooms, but they're all very creepy and dark, and the inside has, like, very Victorian wallpaper. It's, like, legitimately a hotel. Yeah. You check in and everything. And the, the hosts, the people that working are working at the concierge, have, like, death makeup on, like, pale. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. I that. It's all so weird. <laughs> uh, but they have a little passport. Do you have yep, a, of So course. they give you an escape hotel passport, yep. and then they stamp or— do something to, mm-hmm. for every room that you accomplish. And my friend got his car stolen and the only artifact that was <laughs> yeah, left <laughs> from it's the ceiling was the escape hotel passport. They just like tossed it out the window or something. <laughs> like, like, We're not going to need this. <laughs> That's all that was left. Shut up. So funny. Okay, so Brian's in Russia right now mm-hmm. and he did an escape hotel. In Russia? In Russia. <gasps> and it's Russia, so there's no rules. So he went to one with his friends where they actually punch you. What? And they zap you. <laughs> oh my God. And they have a thing where one of the escape rooms um, opens, the floor opens, and you drop. No. And <laughs> the level, the levels are easy, medium, hard, I think, like, what was it? Death or something. Like oh, the death, my like the God. But they physically punch you. Like, they touch you. He was thrown over, like, someone's, like, um, back and, like, turned around and thrown onto a— Oh, um, my God. Uh, what's it called? A bed? It was like, yeah. I was like, you're going to die. Did he have a good time? He said it was the best escape room ever. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I think all the ones here are made there and translated into English. Yeah, right? <sighs> no, it was, like— Mm-mm. Don't touch me in my escape room. Like, <laughs> Don't touch me ever. Yeah, ever. how about that? <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyway, do you have three words only of advice for puppies? <laughs> I haven't had a puppy in so long, so mine is probably going to be dated. What is yours? Oh God, I'm still thinking. I'll, I'll do mine for uh, cats for me. Okay. So just p- pets, pets or kitten, kittens, puppies. Young pets. Same thing. Yes. Okay, um, what's yours? Um, cuddle over time. Kids. <laughs> kids. Slow introduction. Because <laughs> I feel like whenever, however much you cuddle, especially kittens, that's how they are going to be used to it and expecting it in the future. Like I cuddled one of my cats so much more than the other and that <laughs> now he's the only one that cuddles me. But don't you like that? I I guess yeah it would it would maybe be nice to have like a family cuddle <laughs> once in a yeah, while. Yeah, cat just has wants nothing to do. Truly, with it. but isn't that like cat? Yes, I have one cat and one puppy. One puppy dressed up as a cat. <laughs> the first thing that came to mind is get them neutered. Honestly, yeah, that's yeah. great advice. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything for aging gracefully? Three words only. Aging gracefully. How do I put this in three words? I think I'm going to say dress your age. Mine is no plastic surgery. Mm, That's a good three words. Yeah. If I see another 18-year-old with fillers, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) Yeah, you don't need it. But if you want it, go for it. Yeah, if you you want it, go for it. But if you also want to age gracefully, just like lay it off. Lay it off a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Do you have three words only on hookup culture? Girl, I've been in a relationship for six years. I have nothing. (laughs) That's your three words? I have nothing? (laughs) I have nothing. (laughs) Man, oh, man. 
I have not been in a relationship for six years. So hook, but I'm also not part of the hookup culture. Yeah. So I don't know if I can. Um, I would be the worst single person. Do you think so? 100%. Why? How do you date when you don't like people? Or oh. like, or when you don't leave the house? Right. It's impossible. That does seem <laughs> like it would shoot you in the foot a little bit. Yeah. Hookup culture. Okay. I've, I'm only going to imagine what hookup culture is. And so I will say... Um, I would say please wear protection. I, so I was going to say something similar. That, yeah. So since you said that, I will say uh, get tested regularly. Good one. I guess. Yeah. Also, maybe raise your standards. Oh, <laughs> also true. And lastly, our last tip of advice, tip of advice, our last three words of advice for frenemies. <sighs> oh, I don't really know if I, so frenemies is a friend that is also an enemy or is it just like a fake friend or is it just someone you don't like but pretend to like? Um... Isn't that all or the same? all of the above? I'm I'm sure that's all the above. Okay, I'm gonna say. Uh, I would say just move on. Oh, that's good. All of mine are like two words. Um, create some distance, is what I would say. That's a good one. I feel good about our answers. So professional. <laughs> Before we close out fully, there's one more piece of advice I would like from you. But I would like for you to give advice to younger you. Mm. What piece of advice would you give your younger self? I would say it all works out in the end. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I freaked out a lot when I was younger. Dude, I was so same. lost. So lost. <laughs> but you just like have to live your life. I feel like people put a lot of pressure on themselves to like be someone mm. when they're not really ready. Yeah. And then once you like live and you understand who you're meant to be, then you, everything falls into place. Wholeheartedly agree. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming and helping. Oh my gosh. This was so much fun. So much fun. Where can people find you on the internet for more things, Asia? On the interwebs. On the interwebs. YouTube. Mm -hmm. Instagram. Oh my God. I just started a TikTok. That's like everyone's like thing that they're saying lately because we all did. We're all like I, over the like, break. I was like, hate myself for it, but it's the funniest thing. It's just, it's a good time. It's a good time. I just, though, like the the teenagers with the guys like licking their lips and stuff makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, that's a little tough. Yeah. But there's a lot of good things on TikTok. It's so funny. All right. Where, where what's the, the name they can find you at? Asia Dang, everywhere. Everywhere. If you have a sticky situation or burning concern, call us at 805-751-9071. You give us your age, and depending on how we are doing that day, we'll give you some pretty good advice. Oh, my gosh. You have a hotline. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. So professional, kind of. (laughs) It's a Google number. We're all doing our best. (laughs) We'll see you next week on Just a Tip. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.